What if there was a different way to live and work? Beyond the hustle and hype. Beyond the never-ending race to get more, do more, be more. A way that's grounded, intuitive, intentional, and in line with your deepest, truest self. You're listening to Wellpreneur with me, your host, Amanda Cook. Together, we'll explore nature-based personal growth for high-achieving women. I invite you to plant your feet on the earth, slow down, tune in, and get ready to create a life of meaning and magic. Hello and welcome to the Wellpreneur podcast. This week, I have a treat for you. I sat down with master coach Gillian McMichael, one of the UK's top coaches, to discuss a topic that I know is a big stumbling block for all new wellness entrepreneurs, imposter syndrome. So when you're just starting out, imposter syndrome can be a real challenge as it can feel like other people in your field have got so much more experience or qualifications or content than you. It can really change your inner dialogue and attack your confidence, which in turn can massively impact your productivity. And as we all know, when you're just starting out, there's a lot to do. So we really wanted to address this in the podcast, and Gillian is the perfect person to do this with. Gillian is a passionate teacher, healer, coach, and guide, and also the founder of Transformational Coaching Practice, Full Circle Global. She's created programs that help people discover and embrace their purpose and has been coaching for 17 years and knows this topic so, so well. I loved this conversation with Gillian as she gave such great advice for anyone on an entrepreneurial journey on how to manage the ups and downs of running your business. Enjoy. Well, hello, Gillian. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you. I'm really glad to be here. Really nice to meet you. Great. So um, we love to start at Wellpreneur uh, with a little bit of a story in terms of your background and how you found kind of your business and what your business journey's been. So if we could just kick off just hearing about you, that would be great. Yeah, sure. Thank you. So 2004, I set up my business. Um, I started off as a transformational coach. And then over the last 17 years, I've spent quite a lot of time investing in my own development. And I'm now a meditation teacher, an Ayurveda and perfect health teacher, and also a Reiki healer, as well as doing coaching, coach education, and supervision and mentoring. So it's been a really interesting kind of journey. Before that, I was in human resources and learning and development. But about 10 years, well, 2010, actually, so just over 10 years ago, um, I had one of those life-changing kind of pivotal moments. I was going through um, a divorce at the time with my ex-husband and the recession hit. And on the back of that, um, I more or less lost everything, my business, my home, the whole shebang. Wow. So, so from 2010, I've spent the last kind of now coming up to 11 years kind of rebuilding and, and really getting to know myself as a business owner, who I am as a person. So that whole kind of what I've been teaching and training and supporting others to do over the years, I've really needed to apply to myself over these last 10 years as well. So, and I suppose now what I do is um, I specialize in life transformation, incorporating, working with individuals, groups, and organizations to help them transform their overall well-being and um, kind of, you know, their, their life as a whole. Yeah. And you've got clearly a lot of interest there within that in terms of the range of wellness services that you offer. And we, we can't yeah. quite often find that with, with all, all our Wellpreneur community as well. Like wellness is just not, not just one thing. There's so many different things that you can offer and you get along your journey. But that's quite a pivotal moment for you then in terms of yeah. like the, your, your journey and what it's, what it's done for you. 
Yeah, it was. And actually, in many respects, looking back now in hindsight, it's most probably the best thing that could have happened because I think my business was going on a trajectory which would have taken me away from that sense of working holistically with people. It would have become much right. more corporate and much more focused on bottom line and performance. And actually, you know, my passion has always been and my vision 17 years ago was to, you know, really work and work kind of work with individuals transformationally and holistically um, so that they can achieve the life that they are meant to lead. Yeah. Um, and so actually that in a funny way, my business is called Full Circle and I feel like I've come full circle in a, in a, in a strange kind of way. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's amazing. I think another pivotal moment that I think we're all going through right now is, is COVID. And like we, we've definitely seen it within the community. We've got so many people now reevaluating how they're spending their time, what they want to do with their life and what the purpose is like for, for their work and, and their family. Um, we've we definitely seen it more and more like so, so many people investigating whether wellness is a career that they can pursue um, and not just a kind of side hobby or, or passion. So I would love to hear from you in terms of our audience, like how we can help them like really find that purpose and really kind of use this pivotal moment that we're all going through with, with COVID to work out whether there is a different purpose for them and, and how we can help them these days. Yeah, absolutely. I think it is interesting because I'm noticing as well that more than ever, people are questioning around what's my purpose? There's got to be something more to life than this. Am I, you know, am I spending the right, my time in the right place? Um, so I totally can relate to that. And I think it's interesting for me. I, I, I don't know, maybe my philosophy around COVID and, and I'm not kind of saying it's not been traumatic because it has for many people. But I also wondered if it's an opportunity the universe has given us a big kick up the backside yeah, um, to press the pause, you know to press the pause button and to give us the opportunity just to step back and and if we can reflect. Um, So for me, for those who are looking to find their purpose, uh, there are kind of two routes, you know, there's that kind of the main route, which is actually whole kind of life transformation. I'm going to change my job, change my career. I'm going to invest in, in, in a wellness career as such or whatever, whatever else career that they might want to do. Or there's also, I'm kind of doing work that I enjoy, but I, I've kind of lost my purpose. Mm. And those two routes, I think, are quite important. Um, but I think what, what I would suggest is the first thing is, is to genuinely take time out and reflect. So take a big step back and, and really reflect upon, you know, what am I good at? What are my strengths? What am I, what comes easy to me? And what do I, where do I love spending my time? Yeah. And after that, then for me, what I did when I, when I had my pivotal moment 10 years ago was, well, what do I, what am I passionate about? You know, what do, what sparks my interest? What motivates me? What drives me? What am I really passionate about? And, and for me, you know, wellness came through as really quite, um, you know, a kind of a major topic for me. And then finally, you kind of think about, well, actually, what else can I offer? Because I feel from my perspective that wellness, you know, when you're working with somebody in a wellness, whether it's one-to-one or group, whatever it is that you do, you know, we kind of, we're giving back, you know, it's, it's an opportunity to, to serve, an opportunity to support others, to grow, to develop, to, to connect, have a healthy, vibrant life. And I think if you can tap into also those unique gifts and talents that you have, then understand how can you share those with others. Yeah. Then I think there's that sense of reciprocal of giving and receiving in this kind of work. I feel that's very kind of fundamental and important. But I think the key thing is is not to get too stressed out 
but to take some deep breaths and just really maybe more just tune into yourself and tap into what you already know about yourself. Mm, I love that idea. I love that idea of what feels easy. Like we've definitely talked in, in the Welcome Community before about like, yeah, it doesn't have to feel hard. And, and very much when we, when we talk about the marketing like aspect of it it's like which aspects of that actually feel easy if it's easy for you to talk to a niche that you really understand because that was you once then do that because like it doesn't have to be hard like go with what feels easy in life and yeah if you've got the passion there then of course it's gonna it's gonna be easy but I think that's yeah sorry I was interrupting you there I was going to say that's one of the things that I learned when when I did my meditation training that you know we spend most of our lives swimming against the current and swimming upstream but actually Mm. life was not meant to be so difficult so if you're embarking on really you know doing your own thing and and running your own successful business then actually yeah make allow yourself to enjoy those moments of when you are in flow and actually Mm. really tap into more of those because the more that you're in flow the more that you're kind of working and living with ease and grace then actually the more successful you can become yeah but I think COVID really has kind of given I mean it's caused a huge amount of stress and worry and health issues for for so many people but it has for a lot of people been that reset hasn't it in terms of like I don't need to don't need to do the commute don't need to be traveling all the time and with my family what's what's important to me now yeah Yeah, Yeah. I I would agree with that. I think, um, yeah, just following on from that, I think, you know, just spending time at home with family, reconnecting, and actually, I think maybe realizing what is actually important to me now. Yeah. What do I need and want in my life? Yeah. And especially also the transformation of work. Like there are certain practices that weren't online before, but now it's just so much part of what we do. So it actually opens up the possibilities of an online business in a way that, def- that, you know, it wasn't so, such a possibility before. So, so that's the thing. Well, what I was mainly wanting to talk to you about today, and it's something that we really are challenged with um, uh, within the Wellpreneur community, is that idea of imposter syndrome when you are starting out. And I see this um, within the community and with our, with our coaching clients as well. It is very much like front and center when you're first starting out because of digital media, because you can look on someone's Instagram, you can look on all these other people who have got more experience, they've been around longer, they've got loads of content up there. And it can it can have a really negative effect in terms of starting out. So I would love for you to be able to kind of share with our audience some kind of tip, tricks and tips and things that can really help us like get over one of those first stumbling blocks. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting because when I was thinking about this topic, you know, what came to mind is that actually imposter syndrome is a label, but it's a it's a it's a real label if you know what I mean. It's a label yeah. that we actually put on ourselves, and uh, and I think it's very difficult once we've kind of started to talk about all you know imposter syndrome as a whole that we then start to kind of build our narrative around what that what that actually is for us and I think that one of the things that I would um, suggest or consider because I've had to do this myself is actually really trying to detach myself from that label it's not as easy as as yeah, it's almost like the, the naming of it is kind of that makes it even harder, doesn't it? Because it's, it, it just does. kind of reinforces it. Oh, right. No, I am an imposter, aren't I? Oh, yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, I think when we, I said we attach ourselves to that label, then it means then we form that narrative. But yeah. we can 
have we've got the power of choice and that's you know our mind is a beautiful thing um you know and but what it does in many ways is it tries to keep us safe because that's where ego resides you know so when we're taking risks and branching out to do new things and, and set up our businesses and, and and try to get off the ground with all of that you know our body is trying to keep ourselves safe and what we're saying is actually well we do have a choice. We can see things through a different lens if we want to. So I think for me, I think the key thing that well, certainly that I've found over the years is to set realistic goals, is to keep things quite grounded and quite measured. Um, still yeah. set yourself a target and, and have your vision and all of that kind of thing, because that's very important. You need to know where your destination is, where you're going. But, but keep realistic goals. So set kind of weekly or monthly goals that you can feel are achievable and manageable understand what your measures of success look and feel like. And you mentioned that sense of, you know, going on social media and feeling overwhelmed with what's out there. Mm. I mean, for me, I, I would always say, you know, yes, absolutely. Look at your competitors, see what's going on in the market. But that compare and contrast is no good for self-esteem, for self-worth, yeah. you know. And so that sense of taking small steps, manageable steps, what I would class in coaching would be baby steps, but steps that, you know, can be achieved will then help you celebrate the successes that you're having. But I also think maybe changing that narrative, which is instead of thinking, oh, I've not done this, I've not done the other, they're doing this, they're doing that, change it to actually, well, I've actually had a good week today, you know, I've had a good week, or I've had a good day today. And these are the things I've achieved so that you're, you're changing that kind of perhaps maybe more negative perspective or mindset into a much more positive mindset by celebrating the the small wins that you have on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. Yeah. We talk very much um, about really being clear in terms of your point of difference and your target market so that when you do see somebody doing something else and get, and it starts to creep in and it starts to go, oh God, no, maybe I should be doing that as well. You go, no, I'm different. I don't do that. Like the reason of, our, our, you know, my business operates this way is because of my point of difference here. So I don't need to be doing what they're doing, trying to get some kind of reassurance from really grounding it on that solid strategy with your point of difference and your clear kind of offering to market. But it is, it is tough. Like, because you can see exactly what everybody else is doing absolutely and I think going back to that sorry just to say we're going back to that point you know um that tuning into that your whether it's your unique selling point or your unique gifts and talents you know yes somebody else might be doing a similar thing but the experience that your clients are going to get when working with you is going to be very different and I think that's the key thing that I've remembered and, and use all the time for myself because it is a minefield out there it's overwhelming you know, it, it is. Um, but if you can remember that what your clients will experience with you, even if you're offering something similar, is still going to be unique and yeah. meaningful and significant to who you're working with. Very much so. But I think um, the one of the other kind of big challenges when you're starting out is that kind of self-promotion as- aspect of being a coach. Because, you know, you know you want to set up a business and you want to offer this service, but it, it has become so personality-led now, hasn't it? It has become put your name and your face front and center and be showing people what you're doing behind the scenes in your life. Um, and I, I know wellpreneurs right now who are kind of like, I want to set up this business, but I, I, don't, I don't want to share myself on social media. Um, how do I kind of, how do I, I, I address that? Um, I'm not answering you to... I'll ask you to answer that, but it's a, it's it's part of that imposter syndrome, isn't it? It's part of that kind of 
putting yourself out there um, for the first time and saying this this is what I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. be doing. It is. I mean, I I had that trouble too. You know, I mean, I'm I'm 49 now, so I'm kind of late in the game of social media. You know, I'm not in my 20s like most people are in social media. So for me, coming to social media a number of years ago, I was like, oh my gosh, what on earth am I supposed to do here? How am I supposed to present myself? How am I supposed to show up here, and and not feel that you have to compete? And you know, and that's the difficult thing. But I do feel that what I've learned anyway is that if you are just yourself. You share yeah. what you want to share. You are just yourself and you show up as your true self. Mm. I'm a firm believer that people buy people. And if they can relate to your story, they can relate to who you are as a person, then, you know, it, it will start to feel more natural because what you're doing, but what I've certainly done over, over, over the last number of years is to, to build a community of people, of like-minded people who share the same interests, who want to connect because they're genuinely interested in what you're sharing and and what you've got to offer and I think that's been the biggest learning for me is not to try and go too far with it but just stay as close to yourself as possible yeah I, I, that is a brilliant link to an episode from a couple of weeks ago that we did <laughs> called being true I think it was called being true to your authentic self mm-hmm. uh, in your business so I interviewed a um, wellness entrepreneur called Samantha Kelgren but it was exactly that she had tried to not be true to herself she had pursued the route of weight loss uh, because that's what she thought like where the market was but she'd never had a weight problem in her life um, and her problem was actually kind of just to, to give herself permission to stop exercising. Um, and since she has really pivoted to that niche and to, to the challenge that she could really, really let, relate to and totally be authentic to herself, her business is, is flying now. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it, it's that, that actually, yeah, being true to your authentic self and your story and your, your boundaries around that just really help you with that mm-hmm. kind of aspect of putting yourself out there because you're not Absolutely. doing it in a fake way at all yeah absolutely and uh and I suppose what I always love to also hear from our guests is is about if you had your time again if you were starting over in this space again what would you say to yourself or what kind of like three things would you or not even three however many what would you say to yourself starting your business journey again right now bearing in mind so many of our listeners are right at the beginning of that journey yeah absolutely so one of the things for me definitely is to trust yourself So really trust yourself deep down, your decisions, your actions, your vision, all of that kind of thing, I think is very important. Um, The other thing would be to don't take rejection personally. So you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea and it's okay. You know, yeah. everybody it's digs me and it's fine. <laughs> it's such a big one, isn't it? Especially it is. where, when it comes to digital marketing, you're like, I've lost, un- I've got unsubscribes from my emails and I've, or I've got people losing my community. And it's a big mindset shift to just be, okay. so what? So what? Move on. On to the next. Yeah. yeah I yeah. don't mind. Yeah. Because I'm a firm believer that as one door opens, as one door shuts, another one opens. And I think it's the mm. same with your followers. You know, people will drop off but new people will come in. And I think don't get too tied up with the numbers, I think is most probably as well quite important. Yeah. And then finally, the only other thing I would say is, is don't overcompensate or dilute your vision. A bit similar to what I've been talking about based upon what other people are doing. I think really for me, um, remain steady and stay strong to your vision and be mm. true to that vision. Yeah, yeah, very much so. I think um, it's, yeah, it's one of the first things that we talk about in our marketing bootcamp, I think like the second week of it. Um, maybe it's just that. It, it's 
it's yeah, get your vision really, really clear, get it up on the board, get, you know, look at it, just like be there as a daily reminder every single day. Um, because it's amazing actually without that kind of clarity work up front, how much time you can waste, like just pursuing avenues that, that you shouldn't be, shouldn't be doing, but get, get that vision really, really up. I love that first one about trust though, kind of just, yeah, trust your instincts and yourself. Um, when you're first starting out because yeah doubt does creep in you're learning a lot of stuff you're wearing a lot of hats um you may be coming from a job where you had a team or where you were seeing people every day um and suddenly you're you're on your own in this so so yeah trust is is definitely a big one yeah and I I think on the on the back of that just as you're saying that you know you're gonna have wobbles we all have wobbles there'll be times you're saying oh my word what am I doing here is this really what I'm you know am I doing the right thing and I think just go back to that yeah take a deep breath connect with yourself and go yes I am doing the right thing and so yeah really trusting yourself I think is most probably my biggest thing for me Well, thank you. It has been lovely to hear your words of wisdom here today. And I think there have been so much there for us to take away in terms of managing imposter syndrome. First one, obviously, being rename the thing. But yes, choosing your mindset and making the conscious choice not to let it define your behavior, as well as setting yourself realistic goals and being clear on what success looks like for you and celebrating those small wins are such important disciplines and habits to get into as you embark on your Wellpreneur journey. So thank you so much for taking the time and joining us here today. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much. And thank you for joining us. If you want to be part of the conversation on how you set up and grow a new wellness business, then do join us in the Wellpreneur Facebook community. There are over 7,000 new wellness entrepreneurs on there, all helping each other out. And it's a goldmine of useful tips and tricks for you. My name is Charlie, and I'll see you next time on the Wellpreneur podcast.